Hello everyone, I am back. I'm sorry that it, I've been away so long, but I've been creating a lot of content um, for my YouTube pages, which have been picking up steam and I haven't been able to do these classes. I'm also rearranging my Etsy shop and creating more posters, more digital um, prints excuse me, and creating more periodicals and trying to maximize the platforms that I'm using. So, but I am back because tonight I'm going to talk about violence and trauma. Now, I was going to do two different podcasts on these things, but they interconnect so, so much. And I think one of the things is we don't realize how much violence is happening, that we're all living through it, in it every day. Um, but we only think of violence as physical, and that is wrong. Violence is physical, but it's also can be it also can be mental and emotional. We're gonna deal with that and why we're all living in it. Um, we all, some of us committing violent acts every day, and we're all being violently attacked every day. So I'm doing podcasts at the same time I'm doing video. So I'm holding up my Oxford mini dictionary, very simple dictionary. Um, and I have also my dictionary of psychology. We're going to be using that too. So we deal with violent Okay, violent, adjective, involving great force or intensity, using excessive physical force. Violence noun, violently, adverb. Okay, see this is the simple definition where it talks about excessive physical force. But it also says involving great force or intensity. Um, we're going to deal with that part of it in a minute, but let's deal with trauma now, because often when we go through violence, we, um, are traumatized. And sometimes when you commit violence, you're traumatized. That's why this whole new trend in New York city where people are just defending themselves against homeless people and against Sometimes people who try to pick their pockets or rob them, and I'm not judging them at all. We have descended into a purge-like society. When I say purge, I mean the television show and the movies, where there's just violence. And um, law enforcement may not do anything, depending on who you commit that act of violence against. Right? Because if we're not going to create social floors for people, stability for people through social policy, through public policy, then the only other answer is to have a final solution for impoverished people. To either turn your head to let us die or kill us. But um, the problem is now, if you just wait and let us die, it might not happen soon enough. 
because someone who's impoverished and mentally ill and roaming the streets can do a lot of damage, can take a lot of years. So if the vigilantes are doing the police jobs for them and taking us out early, that's what we are engaged in. And it's a horrible way to live, but we're in it. So now we're in the dictionary of psychology and the definition for trauma. Um, an injury, either physical or psychological. And that is um, really, really something we have to understand. Psychological. There also is something called traumatic psychosis. is a psych psychotic state brought on by injury to the brain. So that's a whole nother thing. But um, that might even fit into what we're going to talk about. And what we're going to talk about is the violence that's done socially and psychologically. So I remember when they created the child tax credit and they brought 40% of the children out of poverty. And first of all, you have to say, well, man, that many children were living in poverty. And then they let the, the tax credit expire and plunge those people back into poverty. Having children in poverty in a society that creates tens of tons more food than it needs and also tons and tons of food goes to waste, that is a violent act. And I know what it's like to be hungry. And hunger hunger, is a violent act. It's, it's a physical violent act, actually, because you're keeping food from people or keeping them from having the ability to um, access food. Right? Um, it, it, it is a violent act and it is a traumatic act. And children especially are, are, are expected to go to school and perform hungry. I remember many times I had to do that and I had to do it in a way that my teachers would not um, get suspicious so that I didn't get taken away from my mom and put into foster care or something like that, which is more horrible, more violence, more trauma. Um, we're all walking in that. There was a report one of these years uh, that 1,100 people died from hunger-related diseases. So people are literally starving to death in a society that has abundance beyond abundance that is violence and we're all walking in that having people live on the street sometimes 10 feet away from empty apartments that are not owned or rented by anybody so in new york city you have apartments who are who wealthy people buy and hold the condos and never live in it they're just investments but you also have apartments that are empty that are for rent and for sale, right? And I believe there's something like three empty apartments for every homeless person. So you can give every homeless person an apartment in New York City 
and you'd still have two extra to put on the open market. So homeless policies are violent. It's violent. Putting people in shelters, jamming them together, some mentally ill, some criminally insane, and having the rest of us sleeping with one eye open, it's violence and it's trauma. I've been in the shelters, I know. That's why people sleep on the train. It is actually safer on the train. You wouldn't realize it. People that haven't been there don't recognize it, but it is. It's very, it's very violent. It's very violent. So that's why we sleep on the train. It's it's much safer. And I'll explain it again. I've said this in other places, but on the train, it's wide open space. You can see things coming at you. You can also move to another car. You can get off the train, wait for another train. You can, um, you have the space to react and prepare when someone's coming down the car. When you're in a shelter and you're in a room that has no locks on the door, anyone can come in your room at any time and gut you. Um, they, they do checks downstairs for weapons and things, but these people know how to get weapons in. It's very easy. Plus, they hand out razors in the shelter for, for men to shave. And you soap, toilet paper, and razors. So weapons are there. So you have to, um, and there's rape in the shelters. There's a lot of violence in the shelters. And you have to try to prevent yourself from being raped and murdered. And when someone comes through that door, there's one way in, one way out. All the windows are bolted. You can't get out. At least the shelter I was in on 30th Street. Bellevue Men's Shelter in New York City. So... This is violence, but the policy of even having something like that is violent because for the same money you're using to staff that big building, you could give everyone in there a housing voucher if you want or money to rent an apartment. And if you don't want to put money in these men's hands or these women's hands, it was mostly men when I was, no, there was a floor for women. Then you can have what we used to call two-party checks where you send some directly to landlords. There's so many ways to do it. But the fact that you keep funding shelter system in New York State, that's violence. So you see these social policies are creating, those are violent acts. So when someone homeless is on the train acting out, that's a violent reaction to a violent act because they shouldn't be there in the first place. So... And it creates trauma. And then the tra traumatized person comes and treats, creates more trauma. Because here you had the, the, the man who was choked on the subway. He was hungry and yelling. He didn't care. He didn't care if he went to prison. He was going to hurt somebody. He was going to kill somebody. Or he didn't care if he died or something like that. He was yelling. He was fed up. And I know what that's like to be so at the end of your rope. Now, I never verbalized it, but I verbalized it to people I know that I was very fed up and I was very ready to commit acts of violence. 
Now, people don't believe me because I'm not a violent person, but when you have been violated and violent acts are being done against you, and even if it's not you, you see it. When you're on the subway and you're traveling and you see all these people laying out on benches and on the street, that's an act of violence. And you don't might not consider it that way, but remember, it's psychological and it's physical. And it's intense. When you're walking and you're seeing homeless people, sometimes their pants are shredded up, sometimes they're exposed, sometimes they expose themselves and they're using the bathroom right in the middle of a sidewalk um, or right up against a wall. That is violence. Violence was committed against them. The fact that they're living out there with no, no place to live, no place to support them, no foundation. And then they're committing violence against you just trying to get from point A to point B. And we're living in a lot of violence and a lot of trauma. And it's coming out in different ways. For some people, it's coming out in anger. You defend yourself. So one man got fed up with this guy on the train yelling and talking and and he choked him to death. Um, so he killed him. There's another case of an older man who shot somebody who was trying to rob him. And I believe there's a case of somebody who stabbed somebody on the train who was trying to rob him. So violent crimes, like physical crimes, are down in New York City. But public policy, which are forms of violence, are up. Because there's more and more people sleeping on trains. There's more and more people sleeping in the streets. There's more and more people sleeping in the parks. They're sleeping anywhere they can. Um, some of these people set up beds. I saw a video the other day where a woman in the project set up her apartment in the back staircase. She had her sneakers in a row and her bed there, her mattress laid down and all her stuff there like a room. Very organized. But the fact that she's, and the fact that she's in a city own building but has to sleep on the staircase that's an act of violence and we need to understand that we're all walking in violence every day from the time you leave your house to the time you come back now other people who may not be in a city maybe you're in a town you're still living in violence because there's people in your town in those conditions now maybe you drive in a car and you walk past them you don't see them but I don't care where you are, there's always somebody standing in front of the Walmart, standing in front of the store, trying to panhandle, trying to get something. If that person doesn't have anything, the policy that, that, that leaves them out is an act of violence. And then it's going to spill over onto you. Because then you're put in a position where you have to try to give them a little bit of something. But what if you don't have it? Right? I, I was in um, Dollar Tree, and the cashier said, asked me that I want to donate to something poor people. And I said, no. And she thought I didn't understand what she said. She said, no, it's for people who are poor. I said, I heard you. I'm poor. And she laughed, <laughs> which is true. I'm poor. But some people may be ashamed to say that. Some people may be ashamed and say, well, no, I just don't want to do it or whatever the case may be. No, I'm poor. See, the thing about me is people don't like me because I'm reality-based. 
but life is very simple because I'm reality-based. I don't play games. I don't pretend that I'm not in a society that's violent. I don't pretend that I'm not in a society that has put walls up to keep me from um, succeeding the way other ethnic people that are my equivalent are succeeding. Sometimes giving them path forward, giving me blocks and walls. I don't pretend that. I don't do that. Um, A lot of the women in my ethnic group do that. And a lot of the other men do it. I don't do it. I live in reality. And I deal with it the best way I can. And so when things like that happen, it's very easy. I'm not given to the poor because I am the poor. I am the destitute. I am the homeless person. I am that person. And people often look at me. Sometimes you can tell the way I'm dressed because sometimes I go out. People tell me I look homeless. And I say, yeah. (laughs) And I have actually had people while I was sleeping on the train telling me you're not homeless. Old friends of mine say, well, yes, I'm sleeping on the train. I am homeless. And they just don't want to accept it. Let No. But see, this is what violence does to you. And that's why I let that violence, a psychotic breaks, traumatic, traumatic, um, psychotic breaks, psychosis, because they look at me and when I say, yes, I'm homeless, I have two degrees, no criminal record, don't smoke, don't drink, don't do it, but I am homeless. Always been a stand-up person, which is why I am homeless. But we might get into that in another video. It's so traumatic for them. Because they're so disconnected from reality that reality itself is a violent act for them. And so again, you're in violence because you can delude yourself as long as you don't come across someone that's not deluded. In this society, it can be easy most days, but you are going to come across somebody like me. I'm not the only one connected to reality. Or you're going to come across reality is going to assert itself on your life. And then that's violence. But it's a violence that it's only violent. Reality is only violent because you deluded yourself. So the first act of violence is is the institutions, organization who make space for you to be delusional. That's an act of violence as well pay and reward you to be negative and to be um, anti-human. That's an act of violence. They're forcing you into a certain way of being. They're forcing you into where you're going to do physical violence. But the actual forcing is the violence. So back in the old days, we used to say they crowd the community with guns and drugs. Those are acts of violence. Somebody's in an office signing a paper somewhere. They're not punching you. They're not physically bringing it and dumping it in the street themselves. But they are implementing the policy, funding the policy, pushing the policy. And some people, social workers and things like that, are in the communities managing the violence. But that's violence as well. Okay? If you're the person at war... You can be on the front line and you're, you're being violent. 
You could be in the general's tent and you're being violent. You could be the clerk that makes sure the missiles get from A to B. You're violent. You're committing acts of violence. And so I want us to understand what violence is. I want us to understand what trauma is. And then we know why we're blowing up and losing control or we're having more heart attacks. We're having more strokes. We're having all of these issues because we're walking every day, all day in violence. And it is traumatizing. Um, I'm going to do more of these. I enjoy these. You know how I enjoy these little classes. I don't get, I don't get to, um, and on my podcast, I don't get to do it as often. But I'm really going to do it more because these are very pleasurable. As pleasurable for me to make as I hope it is for you to hear. So if you want to support the podcast, support my channel, you can give directly, you can click the links, or you can become a sponsor. And um, until the next one, be safe. And oh, give me um, topics, subjects that you might want to hear about, and I'll do a session on it. It's very easy. It's very easy. And I, and I like doing it this way because I like showing how to study. You know, and again, um, we need to understand these things because concepts matter. And the reason why we're in this trouble is because we, we have drifted away from concepts. And we're drifting in chaos and madness. And um, if we don't solve it, the natural world will solve it for us. And I don't think you want that. A lot of you are shrugging your shoulders saying, let the natural world do it. But I don't think you realize what that means. And so maybe we'll do that in the next video. Again, until next time, take care of yourselves and be safe.